Hey guys, and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast, where you will be inspired, encouraged, and transformed with powerful teachings and real stories of mental health. This podcast is not a substitute for counseling. If you are in a crisis, call or text your local crisis center or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Jesus is in our mental health, and freedom is where we start. I am your host, Heidi Mortensen, licensed marriage and family therapist. Get ready. Today's show is going to bring you hope. Hello and welcome to the show. Have you found yourself not motivated or not even caring? Like you know it's not what God desires for you, but you feel like you just can't help it and you don't care. You might even feel numb. I have felt this myself and I wondered what is wrong with me and I need to do more. But then God opened my eyes to what the enemy's plans were. Come and join me today in this podcast and hear how and why some of us are languishing. God can bring us out of it to flourish and thrive. You can experience the opposite of depression today. Last week, my episode was titled, How to Experience Freedom. At the point of situational annoyances, I talk about how there are moments where we believe our story doesn't matter and the same annoying situation happens over and over again. I share a personal story of a fight with my husband that we had in front of the kids and what God did to redeem it and my attitude even when I didn't feel like it. Go back and take a listen to this show. Also, I want to encourage you to join my email list if you haven't. I'm growing and building this ministry and I appreciate all the support I can get. The Brave Encourager will be out soon, hopefully within a month, and I'll be giving updates throughout the email list as well as from social media. So let's invite the Holy Spirit in. Holy Spirit, we welcome you right now. Be with the listeners right where they are at, however they are feeling, wherever they are, whether at home, at work, at the gym, or in the car. I pray for the grace to let go of our expectations, that they can let go of the expectation they have on themselves and enter into the space of impossibility with you, God. We thank you that you are the God of the impossible, and we can do more than we ever could think or imagine. I pray for your presence to come and saturate the atmosphere of wherever the listener is at. Open them up to receive more of your power, more joy, energy, hope, and love. Open our minds to hear from you in a new way, God. Help me to speak what you need me to speak for each one of the listeners. Help us not to strive, but to yield to you. We thank you for your presence. Thank you for your mercy and your grace. In your mighty name, Jesus, amen. I had a little nugget that spurred me on to do this episode. I think God has been bugging me for a while, but this little thought kind of came up and I thought, I'm going to do this episode. This is actually what kind of happens in my life. I'm constantly having random revelations that I can either sit on or they just sometimes kind of leave my brain. So when God really wants me to do something about it, he'll keep reminding me in different ways. This episode is one of them, and I pray that you will experience your own revelation from it as well. So I'm driving in my car. I'm leaving our neighborhood to bring my kids to school. Just a regular day. As I'm leaving, I'm noticing things on people's doors, the wreaths. Are they fake or real? Hmm, I wonder where they store the fake ones in the pile in their basement like I do (laughs) or some really nice organized place. Hmm, I noticed a red door. Yes, it matches the house. That's a nice door. Hmm, that house doesn't have a wreath, but oh, they have beautiful pots. 
winter pots, greenery pots. Oh gosh, and then I remember, I never did mine this year. I didn't make a greenery Christmas pot. What God brought me to next is why I wanted to do this show. For the past however many years, I have loved to create my Christmas pots. I mean, love them. I love them so much that I almost had a pot party and even figured out a date, the details of what people would bring and how my kids would help out. My parents live on a farm and they have many beautiful evergreen trees that I can freely pick from. So I thought this would be amazing. They have birch trees that I have cut out and I have used to stick into these pots. So they're just beautiful. I have little red berry plants, pine cones, and sometimes I even put a bow on it. When I take the time to make these pots, I come alive. The creativity and innovation is so exciting for me. I'm literally creating something out of nothing. But I didn't do it this year. Why didn't I do it? You know that one of Brene Brown's definitions of vulnerability is the birthplace of creativity and innovation. Okay. Why didn't I do this this year? Well, to really be vulnerable with you, I was languishing. Have you heard that word before? When the time came for me to go to my parents to get the greenery to make these pots, I just didn't make the time. Organizational psychologist Adam Grant wrote that languishing is a sense of stagnation and emptiness. It's not depression, and there's no mental health diagnosis for it, but it's a heavy feeling of emptiness. So this weekend that I normally get the greenery, I didn't not do anything. My kids had hockey, we got a tree, we did some family things, you know, stuff. You know, I just didn't make the time though. Or the weekend after that, or the weekend after that, then I moved the pots into the garage and then I forgot about them. They weren't a priority anymore. Was I depressed? No, I wasn't depressed. Remember, I was still doing things. I just didn't have that fire. I didn't have that excitement. Does this sound familiar? This is actually a tactic of the enemy to steal our excitement, to steal our fire and our joy. Here are some other words that might sound familiar to you. Complacency, exhaustion, tired, apathy, lack of energy. What's the big deal, you might ask? Well, these things can be kind of a gateway drug to major depression. If we allow them to stick around, it can plant roots in our soul. Remember, our soul is our mind, will, and our emotions. So pretty soon, we might have issues with our children, with our jobs, with our marriage, with our friendships, and we feel like we have no idea how it happened. Depression takes it to the next level where you're struggling to function. Remember I said before that I was still functioning? I was still doing all the things. I just didn't have that level of joy and excitement that God intends, that God designed for us. If languishing and complacency sinks in and takes root, we can move into depression and it can debilitate us. With depression, there needs to be a lack of functioning. So this means with social, work, family situations, I need you to pay attention to this. I don't want you to pretend that you're okay if you're not. Many people will do this. I want to highlight it so we don't get stuck. And even me bringing this up about myself, it was important that I pay attention to 
man, this normally is something I love to do and I'm not doing it. So more than highlight the enemy attack, I want to bring you to a level of hope in the midst of these holes of exhaustion and languishing and depression, wherever you're at in that level. Hebrews 6 talks about how we can kind of not progress and change. 6.11 says, And we desire that each one of you show the same diligence and the full assurance of hope until the end. And 12, that you do not become sluggish, but imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. And then 19 goes on, the hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, and which enters the presence behind the veil. 20, where the forerunner has entered for us, even Jesus having become the high priest forever. The word of God clearly states that we are not to become sluggish and we are to imitate those who are operating in faith and patience. I'm going to help break this down and show you how you can get breakthrough and beat languishing or even depression. The opposite of depression and languishing is flourishing. So the first thing is we do need to do an inventory on our life. What are you giving your time to that is exhausting? If it's something that can be eliminated, like the news, TV shows, social media, could be alcohol or porn or some other addiction, take it out completely. Start with a day and just eliminate whatever it is that is draining you. As you move through the day, notice if you want to like touch your phone or go to the TV. It could mean that there could be a stronghold on you and it's stealing your joy. Some of you might be thinking, what is the big deal? Who cares about social media? Who cares about TV or the news? It's not that bad. You're being religious and strict. I'm not here to convince you myself. Let the Holy Spirit do that. Yes, I'm not perfect, but that's why you need to turn your spiritual eyes and ears to hear God for yourself. So as you're listening and you notice a little bit of conviction, a little pep in your spirit, that could be the Holy Spirit speaking to you. Even TV shows seem harmless, but if they're taking away from the joy of the Lord, you need to listen to that. Listen to what you're giving your time to that is draining, that's not life-giving. I heard that at the beginning of the pandemic that Netflix's only competition was time, our time. So if they could figure out a way to get more of our time, their business could improve. Technology can be great, but the Lord needs to be first for us. And we can't manipulate this. Don't say, oh, I watch an hour a day when really you're watching five. Be honest with yourself. This is how you can get true freedom. Eliminate or decrease things that cause more irritation, more exhaustion, complacency, or lack of motivation. The next question to inventory yourself is, who are you giving your time to that's exhausting? This is a hard one because sometimes it can be people we love. I'm not suggesting that you get rid of people in your life, but increase boundaries. For example, if you have a friend that you talk to every day for an hour, you might need to look at decreasing this time, maybe every other day, and only for 20 minutes. Again, look at the fruit from the time spent. Are you encouraged? 
Are you encouraging them? Are you lifting each other up in the Lord? If it's only to spin and talk through things that you've already talked through before, you probably don't need to be taking as much time with them. If they are sucking you dry of emotional energy because of their issues, have a boundary and decrease your time with them. If they truly love you, they will respect you. Just let them know that you're trying to improve your mental health and your time with the Lord. And this is one of the areas that you feel that you want to change. If they get angry, that's okay. They're thinking about themselves and how you have actually been so helpful to them. Without you, they now need to figure out things for themselves. Or potentially, they might go find another person to do this. So I just discussed a couple things that we can eliminate from our life. Who or what? But is there anything that we need to add Scientifically, there is something I know that can help you by adding. You can increase efficiency with everything else in your life by adding this. What do you think it is? Stillness. Be still, for I am God. Dr. Carolyn Leaf says that scientifically, we are more effective with the rest of our day if we take 16 minutes each day in silence. This can be focusing on the eyes of Jesus, a quote, a verse, And what happens when we do this, we're going to veer off, okay? So you'll start by focusing on Jesus and your, your mind stays on him. And maybe after like 30 seconds or 20 seconds, you get off, you just come right back again. And she talks about this. She says 16 minutes because it's a muscle that you grow. And really you want to work up towards 90 days is what she talks about. Um, The next thing that you can do to add is to reach out to someone and open up and ask them to help you to keep you accountable. One of the great tragedies that has happened from the pandemic is that people have isolated themselves and even Christians. We are meant to be in fellowship. We need each other. We don't become who we are meant to be without each other. Ask a trusted person for prayer. The next thing we can do is journal. When we write things down and we get it out of our head, We can start to interpret our thoughts differently. When I journaled years ago, now it's completely different from what I journaled back then because of how my mind is being renewed. I continue to grow and grow. Journaling can also allow us to celebrate little transformations and and even giggle at silly things that we've thought before. We can encourage ourselves through this process. So I've talked about things that we can eliminate, things that we can decrease, things that we can add. Now, We live this way and we press into God. We press in. We don't give up and we press in. All right, so how do we do that? Last week, I shared a time that I had an argument with my husband and the moment I said in this frustration, I love my husband, I honor my husband, that right there, that moment of me doing that was pressing in. I was doing and going against what the enemy was saying to me and I was fighting in the spirit for what God had to say. When we do this, this exercises a muscle. When we pray and we war in the spirit, we start to gain confidence in what God says instead of the enemy. And then he starts to show up in different ways for our life. So here's, here's an example. The other night I had a dream about a rattle, like a baby rattle. And then in the middle of the night, as I see this baby rattle, I started singing that song, This is the sound of dry bones rattling. And then I fell asleep again, and then I woke up singing it. And I'm not not sure why. When I'm driving to the gym, I turn on the radio up, and I'm just kind of thinking and praying, and I start talking to God, and guess what song was on the radio? Rattle 
by Elevation Worship, the same song that I was singing. I am so serious. This is a moment where God was clearly talking to me. What's he saying? I believe he's also saying this for you as well. I believe that what he was saying is that I need to speak life and I need to prophesy. He's moving very strongly right now in the world and he's answering our prayers. So if we don't pray and we don't ask, nothing will happen. Seek and you receive. Ask and it will be given. The song Rattle is based on Ezekiel 37, which is about speaking to dead bones and bringing them to life. So the Lord is talking to Ezekiel in the midst of a valley that was full of bones. In 37.4, it says, Again, he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Chapter 5, he says, The Lord says, surely I will cause breath to enter into you and you shall live. This is for you. You speak to the languishing, speak to the depression. So Ezekiel prophesied as he was commanded. There was a noise and a sudden rattling and the bones came together bone to bone. In chapter 10, Ezekiel says, so I prophesied as he commanded me and breath came to them and they lived and stood upon their feet an exceedingly great army. The opposite of depression is to speak to those dry bones. Speak life to the languishing, to your exhaustion, and fight. War. Keep fighting. You will flourish. You will shine. Matthew 5.14 says, You are the light of the world. Every day keep praying. Chris Nykik is an author and he uses the phrase 1% better. You will see a little 1% growth. Then you praise Jesus. We thank Jesus for the growth. We thank Jesus for the change. Thank you, Jesus, for life. The friend that you bring in to keep you accountable, they can remind you and they can help keep you laser focused with the war against the enemy. If that friend is enough, find another one. Find a counselor. Don't give up. Stay on the plan that the Lord has for you. We don't want to give up because of our feelings. Romans 12, 11 says to not be slothful in zeal, be fervent in the spirit, serve the Lord. Holy Spirit, I welcome you. Holy Spirit, come to be with the listeners. I pray for the listeners to be completely honest with themselves about the things that they need to eliminate or decrease. I bind up and I command out any shame right now in the name of Jesus. I bind up languishing, complacency, and depression right now in the name of Jesus. You are a gentle friend and gentle father and you love us and you do not shame us. Holy Spirit, you bring us Jesus and Jesus shows us the Father. I thank you, Father, for your love. I want you to just let the love of the Father draw you in right now. I want you to picture yourself with Father God. I break any lies that keep you far from Father God right now in the name of Jesus. Anything that you've experienced on this planet that stopped you from feeling connected to Father God. I actually see them going into a big hole that Jesus is taking. 
He's taking it all away. Some of us connect more with the Holy Spirit or Jesus or Father God. And it's important for us all to connect with every part of the Godhead because our God is a three-in-one. Father God sent Jesus to die on the cross so that veil could be broken so that we could go boldly to the throne of grace and literally sit right there with Father God. I want you to see yourself with Father God. See yourself as a beloved child of God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for just illuminating this experience for us. For some of you, you might see kind of a bright light. Just allow that light to just shine. It's just God working in you and through you. Thank you, Father. For some of you, I see you kind of like seeing yourself as a little kid, just sitting at his feet and really just feeling truly relaxed in that peace. And some of you, you might notice yourself wanting to giggle, and that's okay, that's normal. That's just the presence of God taking over. Allow him to encounter you. Just stay in this place. I think for some of you that maybe have a hard time visualizing things, let that go. Notice the peace that you feel as you are just listening to me and just hearing this prayer, that's just the Holy Spirit illuminating what God, Father God has to say about you. Don't try to analyze that your brain can't see something in your head. Just let that go. I give examples because we're all different and we all experience this level of peace in a different way. So I'm going to keep praying, but if God is moving in you, pause the podcast and just stay here as long as you need to. I'd even encourage some of you to put on some worship music and just stay in that place with Father God. And you can always go back and revisit. You can always go back to this place. I declare Ezekiel 37 over you. Prophesy to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. I declare to you, surely God will cause breath to enter into you and you shall live. You are the light of the world. God breathe life into their soul. Speak right now, God, into their mind, their will, and their emotions. We thank you for the peace that's coming and just healing their soul. We thank you that they are amazing men and women of God. They are flourishing. They are creative. They are innovative. They are encouraged. They are energetic. They are excited. They are good parents. They are good friends. They are good employers. Strengthen them, Lord Jesus, to fight and war against the enemy. Ephesians 6.12 says, Our enemy is not against flesh and blood. I pray for a holy anger against the enemy for you to war on your own behalf, to thrive for the kingdom of God, to flourish, to rattle these bones. I declare life over every single one of you. 
And I pray for this life to sustain you for the rest of the day and the rest of the week. And any time the enemy tries to come on, that that's just a trigger for you to come back and speak what the Lord has said over you. Thank you, God, for more strength. Thank you for more courage and just new revelation and new wisdom. Thank you for your presence, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Thanks for listening to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread mental health awareness with Jesus at the Center. You can also check me out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or my website at HeidiMortensenLMFT.com. See you at our next episode.